Hello, and welcome to the program. Today's program being brought to you by NoMonthlyCellPhoneBill.com. It's not a gimmick. If you're tired of paying so much for friggin' cell phone service and you're looking for a way to actually not even have a bill, hit the site, <clears throat> NoMonthlyCellPhoneBill.com. I'll tell you a little bit more about it coming up. Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing? Good. Y'all got any butt plugs? Who? Y'all got any butt plugs? What's wrong, Bubba? I'm sorry, a butt plug. Y'all got any? Because I want to order up some butt plugs. Uh, we don't have water, pepper. What's wrong, Pepsi? Do what? what? What's wrong? No, I don't know. Butt plug. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's for your ass. You put it up in your ass and you plug up yeah. your butthole. Oh, I, I don't know. You ain't never plug. You ain't never plugged up your butthole. Put a plug up in there and sit down on it. Or 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 wiki wiki on the butthole. <laughs> this is the Kramer Show. Activate. This is Kramer Uncut. Honest and real. So welcome to the show. Hey, um, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure to give it five stars. Give it a five-star rating. And uh, I, I don't want that to just uh, slip off and uh, be some bullshit comment that you don't pay attention to. Really go and do it because uh, it will really help the show progress uh, in iTunes. And that's frankly why I'm doing this uh, is to, <laughs> to get as many listeners as possible, um, which I'm never going to be satisfied with, whether we have, you know... 300 or like we have now which is about four or five thousand uh i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna be happy until you know people think podcasting adam carolla and kramer god damn it uh and i'm nowhere even close to getting the show to where it eventually will be um so oh and you know what speaking of that i want to say something um a couple of weeks ago i was talking to my wife and my wife has been with me through, you know, uh, 16, 17, 18, 18 years uh, that we have known each other. And um, so she's been around radio for a long time. And we were talking about the podcast and she goes, you know, I'd, I'd like to do one with you. And I said, really? Uh, I said, I've thought about that, but I didn't know if that'd be something you'd be into or not. So we're going to start doing a, um, a once a week, we're going to do a podcast uh, the Kramer and Christie show, and we'll talk about um, couple issues and marriage issues and kid stuff and, you know, stuff like and entertainment. And um, so I said, well, I've saved up some money that I've gotten from sponsors from the show, and I've put it into a, a different account. And uh, so since you want to do this, I'm going to go and order all this cool shit. So Saturday morning, it was like my Christmas. Because I got to go online and shop for new microphones. I got booms uh, for the for the desk mounts. I got uh, shock mounts. I got um, uh, really professionally professional looking studio foam. And then we we started. It. We've decorated some of the uh, the office. We've. Um, uh, I, I mean, I don't even know how to tell you. I mean, just all this really neat shit. 
uh, that we did on Saturday, and it took hours and hours and hours. So I haven't gotten the equipment, but we were getting the office set up to be more practical for a studio rather than an office. And um, some of those pictures are on the website, KramerShow.net. And I was so inspired, and I wanted to try to convey to you um, there's nothing quite as satisfying as finding something that you really love that you put into motion and start making money from. I mean, there's just, there's nothing really like that. And particularly when there's no company involved and you can do it on your own. And, you know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting rich or anything uh, from the podcast. I, I hope one day uh, that I'm able to do it uh, alone as a standalone alone business. And it's getting there, but to really put a lot of work into something and see it kind of gel into that. And then you're putting money back into it. You're buying new equipment. Um, Sponsors are coming on board. Uh, You know, I I signed the enclosed.com. They're about to come on and sign on for, you know, a long-term deal. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's very inspiring. So I wanted to try to um, just really quickly convey uh, follow that, you know, don't, don't dismiss what you love to do just because you love to do it. Find a way to make it, you know, profitable. Um, no matter how silly you think it is, no matter what it is, uh, in this day and age, things are so much more easy to do. You can investigate things on the internet and, uh, and make some really cool shit happen. So, um, even, and by the way, even if it doesn't turn out to be something that you do for your full-time uh, money, uh, if you make some extra money doing something that you love, isn't that fucking cool? Just make some extra money? Um, at the, you know, And then at the end of the day, you're still doing something that you really love to do. So I want to talk about uh, North Carolina. The North Carolina thing is just, oh, my God. It's so out of control. It's just, it's so... It's uh, it's so silly. Um, first of all, where's my sound clip? Yeah, first of all, uh, North Carolina is suing the Department of Justice over the whole challenge to the bathroom law. Is now announcing he will sue the U.S. Department of Justice to challenge the controversial restroom law. Accuses the Department of Justice of, quote, radical reinterpretation of the Civil Rights Act of, of 1964, 51 years ago. Uh, North Carolina also says that the DOJ position on that state's law is a, quote, baseless and blatant overreach. So there's the reaction now from the North Carolina governor, Pat McCrory. So basically, North Carolina told the federal government to go fuck themselves. So then later on in the day, the feds come out and throw their, their own presser. Today, we are filing a federal civil rights lawsuit against the state of North Carolina, Governor Pat McCrory, the North Carolina Department of Public Safety, and the University of North Carolina. We are seeking a court order declaring HB2's restroom restriction impermissibly discriminatory, as well as a statewide bar on its enforcement. Now, while the lawsuit currently seeks declaratory relief, I want to note that we retain the option of curtailing federal funding to the North Carolina Department of Public Safety and the University of North Carolina as this case proceeds. 
So so now the federal government is saying, hey, you know what? Not only are we going to sue them, but fuck any funding that they may want. How many? Let me ask you this. <clears throat> how many years? How many fucking years have we had signs on bathroom doors that say men and women? I noticed the one uh, today in, in, in uh, um, the building. The uh, women, they all it is is a, a figure with a dress, and the men just doesn't have a dress. The man's figure. I'm like, wow. You know, I'm offended. That really fucking offends me. Second of all, we're we're going to we're going to how can I say this? A very a very few, a very if you think about the transgender people in America that dress and try to appear and you know, uh, the opposite gender. I mean, how many people are we talking? Really, I mean, out of the, out of the three hundred and thirty million people in fucking in America, how many people do we have that are cross dressers? I mean, what's the number? Uh, so we're going to change everything about the way you know our standards for bathroom etiquette. We're going to make a majority of people uncomfortable to appease a very small group of people. Why do we do that in America? Why? Why do we change everything to make a very small list of people more comfortable? But when we do that, we wind up excluding and making the majority of people uncomfortable. You know, I mean, we can't have it all. You know, so somebody is uncomfortable having to go to a bathroom uh, that correlates with, see, here's what I think. I think you go to the bathroom, uh, with the gender that you were born as that's the end of the fucking story either way. And you know what? No one wants to say this, but either way it's weird. Okay. Whether if you're a transgender and you, let's say you switch from male to, to female and you go to the male restroom, it's going to be fucking weird. If you go to the women's restroom, it's going to be fucking weird. Because, let's face it, most of the time, uh, you know when somebody is transgendered. Most of the time, you can tell. You're not fooling a whole lot of people. I mean, I mean, really. And I, and, and I don't even, I'm not saying that because I'm biased or prejudiced or uh, because I'm homophobic or any bullshit like that. I'm just saying the truth. Most of the time when people change, you know, when they go from a man to a woman and they're, they're still a man and they're dressing as a woman, we all know, dude, I mean, your, your feet are eight feet long. You got an Adam's apple and you talk like, like a guy, you're a fucking guy. Go to the men's restroom. I mean, just, it, it just, it, it's so petty to begin with. And now we're sitting here having this whole fucking conversation, you know? And then, so Loretta Lynch says, well, you know, you know, this is because people are stupid and they don't understand what other people are going through. Well, you know what? Sorry. A lot of people don't understand the whole uh, transgender world, the whole thing. It's, you know what? It's weird. It's still weird to people. And you know what? It may, uh, it may always be weird. You're switching genders. 
Um, I don't even know why this is a converse piece of conversation. There's never been one case, as far as I'm, I know, there's not been like a, you know, um, somebody goes into the restroom and then the wrong gender is in there. So then they file a suit against the public library because, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, that has not happened. And if it hasn't happened, then who pulled this out of their ass and why? And don't tell me, well, it's to distract us because uh, we're, we're secretly, you know, we're going to drop nukes on North Korea and they don't want us to be thinking about that. They want us to be thinking about uh, the bathroom fucking issue. No, it's not because they're trying to. It's it's just because we are. That's where we are. That's where we are as a country. It's where we are as a society. When somebody like Donald Trump can come along and be the fucking nominee for the presidency of the country, uh, that is when you know. I mean, look around. We're in this Kardashian, Donald Trump, horse shit, Justin Bieber. Everybody's a moron world right now. And this is the kind of shit we're sitting around talking about. This is exactly why I hate politics. I mean, think about all the money that's going to be switched back and forth between the federal government and the state of North Carolina. They're suing each other. Imagine how many hundreds of millions of dollars this one petty piece of shit is going to wind up costing you and me and especially the taxpayers of North Carolina. Think about that for a little while. Suck on that one. Fucking bathroom. And two, hold on. And while we're at it, it's a whole other issue with kids. And you know what? I say this all the time in in, defen- in defense of adults. Adults don't like, let's say, for instance, adults don't like it when other adults cuss around kids. And why is that? Well, number one... You don't want your kid to hear that because you don't want them to repeat it, okay? But let's be real. And I say this all the time. Your kid knew that word before he heard that person say it. Let's just be honest. Second of all, you don't want them hearing that because it makes you uncomfortable, all right? A lot of this shit that we have with our kids is because it makes us uncomfortable. If you are in a bathroom, say I take my son into the bathroom at the grocery store, and in walks some dude dressed in a dress with the Adam's apple and the big long ass feet, you know, and and a, and, and obviously in uh, a wig or something. And my kid sees that. How is that going to harm my kid? Okay. Now, it's not. It's going to make me uncomfortable, and then it's going to inspire questions for my son, Dad. What was all that about? And then I'd have to say, well. He's transgender and he's got a penis. He wears a dress because he thinks he's a woman inside. That's it. End of conversation. That's kind of how <laughs> that's how it would go. At the same time, we have to have some kind of guideline so that we 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 do have we are able to go to the bathroom and not have to worry about being uncomfortable. Now. Here's a question. If you're in the bathroom 
you're a guy, and let's say you're in a bar and it's a small bathroom and there's two stalls. And you're standing there, and then in walks the homeboy uh, who's in the dress and the wig, in the heels, with the gigantic feet, but he's, he is next to you pissing. Do you Are you offended by that? Are you scared of that? I mean, ad- admit it. But see, but th- this is the exact scenario where you have to to pick a side. Are you freaked out? And guys, I can't tell you that I wouldn't be freaked out. It's never happened to me. But if I'm, st- I'm already pee shy. But if I'm standing there, and the dude walks in, pulls up the dress and yanks out the peener, I'm a little, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm a little uncomfortable. I don't think I'm going to get raped, or you know, I don't think I'm going to, you know, all of a sudden uh, reach over and kiss him or anything. <laughs> I just think the whole time. I would be standing there thinking, God damn it, this is weird. God damn it, this is weird. Holy shit, this is weird. <laughs> and it would have nothing to do with hate or prejudice or homo, you know, homophobia or any of that shit. It's just that's a weird situation. See, and the problem is, is that a lot of these guys and girls who are transgender, they don't want us to think that it's weird. And that's what makes them angry. You guys, you know, as if they're listening to this, but uh, those people have got to realize that it's we're going to always think it's weird. It doesn't have to be weird to you, but to us, fuck, it's not something we see every day. It's an odd thing. Kramer Show sponsor time. We have to pay for the cocaine and strippers somehow. So here's today's sponsor. Sponsor to the show is nomonthlycellphonebill.com. We're delighted to have them. Hopefully, we'll have them long term. You know, uh, you really should look into this because you really will not have a monthly cell phone bill. Uh, Everybody's qualified. There's no credit check because there's no bill. You get unlimited talk and text with five gigs of 4G data. Uh, and you can use the GSM Android phone that you currently have, and uh, they'll send you a SIM card, or you can uh, buy one of their low-cost, high-quality phones from the store on their website at nomonthlycellphonebill.com. And basically, uh, you uh, pony up 100 bucks, and then from there on out, you do not have a monthly cell phone bill forever. You can be able to keep up with your kids affordably. Uh, you can have as many phones as you want with no monthly phone bills. And you can actually sign up and become an affiliate. And here's what's crazy. You can actually start making money on the side while you have no monthly cell phone bill. Hit their site, no monthly cell phone bill.com. Have you? Hello, I need to speak to somebody who can speak Chinese. I am. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah. Oh, say, huh? Yeah, I'm going to say, huh? 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 I don't understand what you tell me. No, look here, I speak a Vietnamese. Oh, we, uh, yeah, what do you need? The shit, I need to make order today. 
no, no, it's too late. Bye. The, no, hello, look here, big yeah. boy. I need to make big order for no, five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. I give you. I five, don't care. You fuck you, bitch. You know he cares too, which is why it's fucking hilarious. He's like, shit, that's a lot of money. I don't want to lose it. Shit, I lose the money. Right, have you? Takasambodi, why you hang up on me today? No, we don't have order for you, okay? I fuck you in the butt. I fuck you today. Fuck you, big boy. I fuck your mother. I know, okay? I fuck your mother. You lie to me. Fuck your whole family, okay? No, your whole ancestor. I fuck your grandmother. And your whole, your, your everybody in your house, okay? No, your, I, whole, your, your whole generation, you fuck, fuck guy. I hate you. Uh, fuck all the Vietnamese, okay? No, what the hell? What do you say to me? I, I kill you. I don't care. I kill you. I kill you right now. Kill me. I'm right here. Kill me. Okay, okay? I come with cho two chopsticks. I, I shove up your ass. Oh, two chopsticks? Come over here. Talk to me in the face. Like a somebody. You fuck you, big. You, you better chip. Hello? Like a somebody. Fuck you, big. Why you hang don't up on me? Call no more. We gotta call the police, okay? No, you fuck, fuck you. Fuck I your mother. Fuck no, your whole family, no, okay? No, you lie to me. No, you fuck your whole mother. <laughs> Oh my god. Hello? You want to hit it? Okay? I kill you, your mother. No, you, you can't be your you, mother. No, your grandmother. Very old, your aggressive. Mother. Like old we not miss. We not miss a piece of shit, okay? We not miss. No, fuck look here, you. you Chinese people, they like you. Them all. No, I'm you gonna call the police right now, no, okay? No, you fuck you. I fuck your mother. You fuck you, guy. I come, I come. <laughs> Hello? Like a somebody, fuck you, big! I hit you! Come fight with me, I wait for you, you know where I am, come here! I fuck kick your whole family! I fuck your Vietnamese, your I fuck mother, your Chinese! Your mother, fuck your mother, you okay? Your mother's mother! Your, your, fuck your, all your ancestors! Your grandmother's grandmother! Your grandmother! Like you know We no, don't miss a piece of shit! No, you fuck okay? you, fuck you, big! I, I shove fortune cookie up your ear! I shove fortune cookie up your ear! You like a little boy! That don't make that I got a chance today to uh, interview Tommy Thayer from the band Kiss. Uh, Tommy Thayer has been the guitar player for Kiss since 2002. Uh, this was one of my favorite Kiss songs. Ladies and gentlemen... On the phone, joining us, you have no idea how excited we are to have him, Tommy Thayer from KISS. What up? Kramer and Amy, how you guys doing this morning? How are you, brother? Well, is it Amy and Kramer, or is it Kramy, Kramer and Amy? Well, it's Kramy. Kramy <laughs> <laughs> and Amy. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. We don't, we, that's not the name of our, you know, we don't do a show together. It's just us hanging out, so. Um, oh, that's cool. Well, Great. so Tommy, uh, there's a lot going on with you guys. You're coming to Kiss. Uh, Kiss is coming to the Huntington Center on August the 24th. So there's that, um, and then there is the um, this big production that you guys have made of your residency in um, in Vegas. So tell us a little bit That's about right. that. Well, it's called Kiss Rock Vegas. Uh, like you said, we did a, a residency in Las Vegas about a year and a half ago uh, that turned out to be 
really great. And, and if people don't know, residency is when you when you play in one place for a couple weeks at a time minimum. And we played probably nine or ten shows over the course of two or three weeks, and we thought that we should film it and and and, and uh, capture what we were doing because it was a really great show. So we filmed it, and then we ended up putting together this great concert film, and it's going to uh, debut on the big screens in, in movie theaters on May 25th. A worldwide, a thousand screens. So hopefully, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a showing there in Toledo. But it's really great, and uh, it really capsulizes and, and captures what we did in Las Vegas, which was a, you know, the Kiss spectacle. So it's, did it's you cool. produce it after that? that I actually did. Yeah, um, I I produced the the thing. Kind of was the creative, uh, drove the creative side of it, and and made sure it looked great, and 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 like I said, represented what we're doing, and you know, with the impact and the intensity of what we do. I was just telling Amy, I was like, there's nothing this guy doesn't do. He's producing stuff for, for movies. He's in, you know, the band Kiss. He's playing guitar. He's playing all these awesome records, songs that we've heard, you know, for, for decades now. Fashion industry. He's in the fashion industry. He's got, he's got a perfume line. He's He's got a burger joint. Property. You, do you like stock? Do, do you like my perfume? Do I, do I like it? I have, I don't know. I just, I, 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 you know, I just knew you as like the, the guy, you know, the, the guitar god and then we started digging around and i, I saw i saw the perfume and i was like what the hell i, know. So, yeah, <laughs> I think it's awesome you have to check it out tell me about it uh, can you send amy some of your perfume sure all right <laughs> you haven't got you haven't got the kiss fragrance what's that you haven't got the kiss fragrance send us some of that too yeah Send us a bunch of stuff. You send us everything. In, in. We're radio people. We love free crap. <laughs> well, you guys, I got to set you up. Then we got all kinds of stuff I could send you. I would love. I would love that. Now, uh, now, Do you have, have a property in New York, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the Tommy Thayer line of blow-up dolls. Uh, <laughs> um, that so, is a good. That is a good idea. I, I want ten percent of that. God damn it. <laughs> All right, you got it, man. So, hey, Tommy. So, we're talking to Tommy Thayer, guitarist of Kiss. How do you, how do you get to become the? I mean, maybe this is a really stupid question. If it is, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend, but how how do you get to become the guitarist for Kiss? Well, you know, it goes back a long ways. I I, I had a band back in the '80s, a a, a great uh, big hair hair band called Black and Blue that was quite good, actually. And I think we even played in Toledo once or twice. But anyway, we had a, a record deal, and, and we had a few records out in the 80s, and we did pretty well, but never hit it really big. But one of the great things we did was uh, a tour as the opening act on one of Kiss's tours back in the 80s. Uh, it was the Asylum Tour, 1985-86. Oh, yeah. And it was, that was great, and we uh, I obviously got the, the opportunity to get to know these guys a bit, get to know Gene and Paul and, at the time, Eric Carr on drums and Bruce Kulick on guitar. And uh, they were they were really great to us. They took us under uh, under their wing and 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 showed us the ropes and showed us how to do it. And, and it just uh, was the beginning of a great long relationship with Gene and Paul that's lasted uh, you know until today. So it all goes back about thirty years. Were you like a super fan? I mean, I mean, was it was it one of those moments where maybe you knew you know maybe you kind of knew ahead of, uh, of time that you were going to kind of slide into that position but if you didn't and it was just kind of one of those things i i can I, that would be be like winning the lottery almost it'd be just mind blowing well it is i i honestly i never would have imagined being in you know argu- arguably one of the biggest bands 
legendary bands of all time, Kiss. And back then I was just uh, doing my thing and, and trying to do it as good as I could. It was interesting how things kind of evolved and progressed as time went on, but I never had uh, an idea that I'd ever be in KISS. I just was always just working hard and, and doing what I had a passion for and and, uh, and doing all that sort of thing. But you would have told me the first time I saw KISS back when I was 14 or 15 years old back in Portland where I grew up in concert that I was going to eventually be in that band, you know, I, I would have, I never would have believed you. I mean, it, I never... Never would have thought something like that could ever be possible. I mean, is it, uh, you know, you, you're not like the typical music guy, you know, like where you ha you do have all these investments, you've done very well. Um, is that through some other type of education, or did you just kind of learn all that on your own? You know, I, I have to hand it to my parents. Uh, my mom was actually a very creative, very artistic person. She was a beautiful singer, was a concert violinist, and... She played great music around the house, classical music, Broadway show stuff. And But my dad was a, a real uh, successful businessman and community leader in the Portland area, and he was also a, 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 a military guy, and, and he was quite did quite well in the military, too, retired as a, a brigadier general in the Army. So, But my dad was a, a great business guy, and he, he, he gave me a lot of good advice and, and, and helped me a lot with being smart about business and uh, being successful on that level because, like they say, it's the music business, so it's music, but it's also business, and, and that's a huge part of it, being smart, making the right decisions, and, and working away at that stuff. And, and, and uh, so the business is a big part of it, and I got a lot of that from my dad. Well, and then you kind of fit right in with Kiss as well because they're, you know, the whole band kings of business and promotion yep. and, you know, merchandising right. and... So probably quite you've probably been quite an asset to the band for the past what since two two thousand two. Yeah, the last fourteen. I've been in the band about fourteen years. Yeah, and I'd say there's a big. You know, I think one of the reasons why Kiss has survived and 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 stood the test of time for forty plus years is because of what you're saying. I mean, obviously, great entertainers, great you know rock and roll band with you know amazing songs, but also smart as far as where the band goes, how things work, uh, how you position the band, you know, business decisions mm -hmm. and marketing and these, these things. If you got all that going, too, and I think that it's a testimonial to Paul and Gene of uh, being very successful and their track record proves it, that they've done well there because they are smart and they're well-rounded. Uh, so I've, I've uh, seen to fit in in that as well. So it, it, we definitely complement each other, and it, it works. Uh, it's, a great, it's a great working and... and uh, friendship as well, so it's, it's cool. So when you guys come here, uh, August the twenty fourth, are you bringing like the, the like the friggin' rockets and the fire and the and uh, you know the friggin' nuclear holocaust bombs and <laughs> flaming cod pieces? Hell yeah, <laughs> spitting blood <laughs> and the whole. We're bringing we're bringing everything. We're bringing the full blown kiss show. Uh, when we get there this summer, and and this tour is it's, yeah, we're not cutting any corners. As far as that goes, it's the full-blown Kiss spectacle. It's the show that Kiss has made famous, and uh, it'll, it'll be there 110%. Okay, good. Uh, in Toledo on the 24th. I was going to say, if you're going to just go acoustic, I was just going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want the goddamn rockets. <laughs> you got, you got the rockets. Light that bitch. Do you guys have a flaming cop yeah, we, piece? Not yet. 
I think we do. You know, I think Gene's got a flaming cod piece. That's good. That's what I like to hear. Because when I go to a show, I need a flaming cod piece, even if it's just like yeah, well, know, it, a classic show. We will, we will have all that. And like I said, it's the show that Kiss has made famous, and and there's more pyro and than any band out there. You have you have a lot of groups out today that emulate the Kiss show in certain ways and confetti and pyro. You see all these groups, but nobody does it like the originals here and and. Uh, and uh, Kiss has been doing this thing for a long time, so we've got it perfected, and we do it bigger and better than anybody. We're, we're going to have to let you go because we're coming up on time, and I don't want to keep you over because I know you got a lot going on. You know, you got perfume businesses, you got burger joints. I mean, you got <laughs> flamingcodpiece.com. Yeah, new uh, but blow up dolls, kind of blow up dolls that you're just now doing now. <laughs> but I do. But yeah, I do want to ask thing. you. Actually, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Kramer, you, you inspired me on the on the blow up doll thing. I, I think that's hot. Uh, it'll be on the internet tomorrow. Some some asshole listener will will have, have put it up. So are are, are you are you guys planning on bowing out anytime soon? Because I know you know some 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 of these bands uh, like Motley Crue. I mean, they just did their their wrap up and they said, you know what, F it, we truly are done. You guys don't have any plans yeah. on doing that, right? Because um, you're still going strong. No. Yeah, Kiss is still going strong, uh, just as big as ever as far as attendances selling out arenas and stadiums around the world. I mean, huge international business. It's, it's incredible. So, no, no plans. Uh, some bands want to hang it up. That's cool. But this band uh, keeps going strong, and, and uh, it's a testimony, like I said, to the to the 40-plus uh, years of, of, of doing it at this level. It's, it's actually unbelievable and, and very uh, extraordinary. No question about it. Uh, we just got this in. Tommy's blowupdolls.com has already been registered. Uh, you can get your <laughs> blow up dolls with the Kiss emblem. Uh, $14.99. Free shipping if you uh, enter the keyword Tommy Codpiece. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tommy's Kiss kerosene codpieces. Um, although we can't I'm, exactly use all I'm, K's for those initials. But I'm we'll going there right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> right now. Right now. Uh, I'm, hey. It took a lot to put up with us today. Uh, Tommy Thayer from Kiss, you guys, thank you, thank you, you so great. much, my friend. Well, thank you guys, and uh, it's been great talking today, and let's do this again sometime soon. You got it, yeah, dude. Absolutely. All right. Take All care, right. Tom. Thank you. Thank Bye. We have to talk about Ozzy. Ozzy has cheated on Sharon. And now Sharon says she's divorcing Ozzy. Ozzy had been missing. Uh, he claims that he's sober. So much going on uh, with Ozzy and Sharon. Voices. Voices. A thousand thousand voices. 
love this song. Whispering, whispering, whispering. The time has passed for choices. Golden days are passing over. Yeah. Take what you thought was rock and roll excess, triple it, and you would have only a small taste of Ozzy Osbourne's life. You write in the book, let me read to you this quote. Over the past 40 years, I've been loaded on booze, coke, acid, quaaludes, glue cough syrup, heroin, rohypnol, clonopin, Vicodin, and too many other heavy-duty substances to list. On more than a few occasions, I was on all of those at the same time. So my first question, Fuck. obvious one, how are you alive? I don't know. It's a miracle. Miracles do happen, don't they? You do see it as a miracle, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the miracle is that I was able to stop. Uh, I just made my mind when I was when I was out of my mind. All right, all right. Whatever. We get it. Ozzy was on drugs, and Ozzy has always been on drugs. Um, now Sharon Osbourne, after finding out that Ozzy fucked the hairdresser, is now going to divorce him. I, I, I mean, there's a couple of things I, I, I got to say about this. Um, I don't know that I believe that Ozzy has truly been sober ever. Uh, he claims, and just as recently as yesterday, that he's been sober for four years. Uh, and you know what? If he has, good for him. I can't imagine that that's true. Second of all, um, should it really be that big of a shock that Ozzy cheated on shit? You know, this shit has gone on for years with those guys. You know, he fucks around or he or he falls off the wagon. Uh, uh, Sharon gets pissed off and, you know, then, then he winds up, uh, acting like a little puppy. And then, uh, he, she realizes that without her, he's going to be extremely fucking, fucking crazy. And he's going to wind up killing himself. Uh, and then she goes back and this has happened over and over and over again. And I don't, you know, it's one of those deals, man. You know, it happens to a lot of couples. You know, somebody is off their rocker, they're crazy, um, they they get into fights and all this shit, the woman's going to leave, and then the guy's like, oh, baby, I love you, I love you, I love you. Uh, you cannot expect a guy, first of all, this is going to piss a lot of people off, but I don't, I truly, as I get older, I truly don't believe in monogamy. I, I don't believe that one person can not, have sex with another person just because you love someone uh especially for men men have sex for different reasons than women um we are and this is not an excuse to cheat it's just a fact men like to go have different women um it's in our fucking dna to go out and bang ba bang ba bang bang ba bang bangy 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 uh, if, you know, Chris Rock nailed it, a guy is only as faithful faithful as his options. You know, if you're Ozzy Osbourne and you have money and you are around um, people that are starstruck, chances are, even though you're Ozzy and you're old and rickety, if you want to bang someone, chances are you're going to bang them. You know, and, and I'm I'm surprised that Ozzy can even at this point get it up. Because he's been on so many fucking drugs over the years. Uh, some of these guys, I don't know how the fuck they've done it.
I don't know. And still doing it, you know, at this point. I can't imagine that Sharon is that shocked that Ozzy cheated on her. I don't know. I, all I got to say is if, that if Ozzy comes up dead, boy, am I going to be pissed. Make sure you like the show. Uh, if you are listening on iTunes, it will really do a big um, uh, benefit to the show by giving it five stars. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, give it a five stars. All right. Uh, thank you to our sponsor today, nomonthlycellphonebill.com. Uh, thank you to the upcoming sponsor, theenclosed.com. Uh, and make sure you hit my website at Creamer Show, K-R-A-M-E-R, creamershow.net. There's a ton of fucking content on my website. Tons. And it would be nice if we could get some members that sign up and start posting. All right. Thanks a lot, dudes. I'm out. I love you. God damn it. I love you. I love you. The Kramer Show podcast. What's going on in there? Have a comment? Call the voicemail. 419-777-1121. This is The Kramer Show. Simple. Join us or pursue your present course and face obliteration.